And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We got Devin Albertson and Anthony Craig, you know, triple, triple Devin and Anthony, you know, for those of you who like eight-man football. Um, we got districts two and one together. We're going to talk about those real quick. Um, gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing well. So, um, all right, let's talk about district two first. Um, really, um, either uh, COVID is really taken down this district, really. Um only one game that was only one game was played last week, either due to teams backing out in the middle of the season or teams backing out last week. So the only game that was really played in this district was Concordia and Santa Fe, which was a 42-32 victory for Concordia. So, um, gentlemen, you want to talk about that game real quick before we talk about this week's matchups? Um, well, from what I heard, Santa Fe kind of jumped out early, twenty-six to six, and the Concordia. Finally figured out how to play defense a little bit. Home six points the rest of the way, and their offense kind of got rolling. Uh, Troy Branton played a lot of receiver this year for him. They put him at running back a little bit. He ran for over 200 yards in the win. So a good win for the Concordia program. They've won two of the last three games now over Keatsville and Santa Fe. So good for that program to get some wins going to the playoffs. Unfortunately, they have to play Southwest Livingston next. So not a great second-round matchup for them because Livingston's very good. But good win for Concordia. Nice first season for Santa Fe in their first year in eight-man. So not a whole bunch else to talk about in this district with COVID kind of running havoc against four of the original teams. Yeah, and I kind of look back to when I saw Concordia uh, in that jamboree. You could kind of see some glimpses uh, of some skill there, um, but there was, there's not a lot of depth. Um, so it's good to see them get a few wins in their first year uh, in eight-man. Uh, I think – you know, that coach has them moving in the right direction. Uh, same with Santa Fe. Um, both those guys are really good coaches uh, and good individuals who have the right attitude. Um, so it's good to see them have a little bit of success towards the end of the year. Um, I know it's been a you – know, talk to any coach, it's been, it's been a tough year for everyone. Um, and really that doesn't help to have a pandemic in your first year in a whole new league. Um, but they all have positive attitudes, and uh, they should be really uh, – you know, I think the future is – brighter for them um, except for coach base who seems to like elf and i don't understand that so i think what else is a good movie anthony's wrong it's fine <laughs> i think it's a good movie too but um oh point, i'm done with point, both of you let's, uh, let's talk about these matchups this week um we got um two of them as of right now lined up um we got first we got um the four seed of concordia who we just talked about they're going to be taking on the one seed of southwest livingston um gentlemen just help Talk about this game. Uh, Southwest by a lot. They're just, they're just a different league right now than Concordia. Not, nothing against Concordia, but they're a lower-level CRC team versus the 275 champs. It's just not going to be much of a game here. We all kind of knew this going into the playoffs, whether they were playing Santa Fe or Concordia. Livingston was going to make the district championship game, so that stays true. Yeah, what he said. Uh, <laughs> it may be good for Concordia. Uh, you know, in their first year to see what an elite program looks like. Um, and, you know, luckily for them, you know, they have playing with house money. Uh, yep. They just go out there and play free um, and kind of do the best they can. Um, and that's really all they can do in this one. But it's it's a tall task to, you know, deal with Jaden Sears and Wes Hughes and guys like that. So. You know, I think we've even with that one loss, uh, it's been fairly uh, common knowledge that Southwest may be the best team in the state. 
definitely. Um, then the other matchup that we're going to talk about is um the three seed Northern Harden Central. They're going to be on the road at North Shelby this week. Um, hopefully this one will be a lot better to talk about than the last matchup was. Um, gentlemen, just uh, break it down for me. Uh, well, these teams play each other back in week three, and North Shelby won fifty-two to eight. Um. So, North Shelby is a better team at this point. Norman Harden is not very deep. Only got, what, 12, maybe to 17 kids out somewhere in that range. I, I can't lose track of how many they have out down there with Coach Thacker. They're well coached. Uh, they do the best they can, but they're just kind of down talent-wise. They'll be – next couple of years, they'll start to turn things around a little bit. Just this is North Shelby's year in that conference a little bit, and they're going to, I think, flex their muscles again here. Um, but I expect really a, a nice game between Coach Bass and Coach Thacker, though, so – uh, two good coaches, just one has a lot more talent this year. Yeah, but while we're talking about them, you know, I want to take a second to compliment Coach Thacker um, and what he's done that program this year. Um, like you said, they don't have many players. Um, at one point this summer, he told me uh, he looked at this team and thought it may be the worst team he's ever had, um, you know, plus with all the offseason stuff. Um, what he's been able to do with that team has been uh, amazing. Um, coach of the year, in my opinion. Um, but like you said, you know, Coach Bass is a really good coach, and he has a lot of talent. And so this one will probably be similar to what we saw earlier in the season. Uh, that, uh, gentlemen, we got one more district here. We got District 1. Uh, we had a couple of lower seeds taking first-round matchups at Jasper, Rich Hill, and then um, – the top two seeds, um, Drexel and Archie, really holding serve. Uh, just, gentlemen, your overall thoughts on District 1 action from last Friday. Well, I picked um, both Liberal and Northwest U for the little wins, so I was wrong in both those games. I thought Liberal, they had just beaten Rich Hill the week before by six, <laughs> um, came out and took it to him in that first half and just kind of rolled to a 48-14 to 14 win over Liberal. A good win for Rich Hill. That was the Rich Hill team we expected to see back from week one to now, and they finally showed up. Um, so a big win for them over Rich Hill. And then Jasper Hughesville just got a lot of unknowns going into that game. Hughesville hadn't played a game over two weeks. They had two weeks of COVID there and knocked them out, and it really showed. Uh, they're a young team. They should be really good next year, I think. Just their defense wasn't up to snuff with the physicality because they haven't hit anybody in two weeks kind of deal. Um, I really liked their offense. I like Tanner Damlow with a really good quarterback for him. I really like watching him play. He's really elusive. He's a good athlete and a smart kid. Uh, but for Jasper, they were just too much, um, too deep there, Jasper. They're a very deep football team. And the Avalos get it running back, just ran wild against them. So he's a 1,000-yard rusher this year, over 20 touchdowns. So Jasper got the big win there. They got to play Drexel again. That's their reward for beating Northwest Hughesville is playing a really good Drexel team. Yeah, the, the Rich Hill thing has been kind of weird. You know, we kind of – the thought down south was that they were going to be uh, – second best third best you know at the worst uh of all those southern teams and they've really just uh kind of fallen apart and then you lose your quarterback uh when because he gets thrown out of the game for getting into a fight uh so it's been a weird year down at Drexel or at Rich Hill um but really you know in this class we're just waiting for next week uh same with kind of kind of or this district same with district two um, and so this is just another week we have to wait till we get to see Drexel and Archie in a game where both teams, uh, should be at a hundred percent. I know that's difficult to say with everything going on, but, uh, that should be a great matchup. And so 
I think that's just kind of what we're waiting on right now. So uh, yep. we got uh, Jasper Drexel on Friday, and then we got Rich Hill and Archie. Uh, is this a game where uh, pretty, these two games pretty much um, you guys see um, based on what you guys have, have just said, that, you know, the top two seeds um, hold serve, and we got Drexel and Archie on um, next Friday night? Well, I think, yeah, if, I think so. if Rich Hill, uh, you know, like I said, if their quarterback, uh, and I'm fairly certain that means he's suspended this week if you get thrown out of a game. Um, if they have him and they kind of play like they have, you know, maybe they give uh, Archie a run. But without him, yeah, it's uh, going to be Archie big, and then I think Drexel will win big as well. Yeah, the first matchup there was Rich Hill and um, Archie. Archie won by 22. It was Archie's second game in eight-man. They just beat Liberal. They beat Rich Hill and kind of showed it by like, hey, we might be the second-best team in the Wemo. And at this point, without their quarterback there for, I think it's Nick Frederick for Rich Hill with him out, it's just the two Bridgewater boys. And they're not enough for them to overtake Rich Hill without – overtake Archie without him. Uh, so, Archie big. And then um, Drexel beat Jasper. I think it was 63-26 a couple weeks ago. Um, Jasper can score a little bit. They've put up a lot more points on Rich Hill than anybody else has this whole year. Uh, I'm on Drexel, sorry. Um, so we'll see if Drexel can tighten up on defense a little bit. I expect Coach Dean to do that here and uh, hold them under 20 points this time, I think. So give me Drexel on a big win there and set up the game we've been looking forward to all year in District 1 with the Archie versus Drexel District Championship game. Hopefully both are at full strength uh, going into that one. And, uh, I will say this. There were three, six, three matchups in week one, and the six seeds won all three of them. I don't know if I've ever seen that eight man before where the six seeds have played that well versus the three. I think it kind of shows the the parity of one thing, but also there were some really, really good six seeds this year and some weaker three seeds. We don't usually see that a whole lot um, at this point in the year. And next week, district championship games should be just four really good games, and I think three great matchups. Um, next week is going to make my job really difficult to see where I'm going to go next week. Uh, but, I, but I love that because I love seeing that many state contenders in one year. Well, we know you're not. We know you're not going to go south, so <laughs> it's not that difficult. Gentlemen, definitely, uh, we will have you guys back. You know, we got four uh, district championship games next week. We will definitely be having you guys back for those. So, uh, Gavin Albertson, Anthony Crane. Um, I wish everybody could give them a hand. I'm going to give them a hand, you know. Thank you guys so much. Of three segments of coverage on eight-man football, definitely uh, check out the Missouri eight-man football Twitter page. Check out Straight Up Sports with Devin Albertson's podcast. Definitely check out the um, the Anthony Crane podcast with Anthony Crane. He's got a lot of great interviews, including um, one with Ryan Minley, which is absolutely tremendous. So, um, gentlemen, thank you both so much. And um, any final words before we end this thing? I think you you said it all. Uh, this week I had Coach Gifford, who was a fantastic interview. So check that one out. Yep, I think you covered everything pretty good there. Uh, watch Elf, but not until December when Christmas movies should be played. Um, and that's for Fire Elf into the Sun. No one is <laughs> not a good movie in any way. Hey, I like that movie. I, I think it's funny. So uh, definitely, uh, those of you who want to watch Elf, don't watch Elf till December. So. Uh, High School Basketball at Elf in December. So, gentlemen, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff, Jim.